Rapuna Amarab says, if I tell Levi, I have money in your hands, give it to Reuben. If it is a Maimed Shloshtan, all three are standing there. This is considered a good Kenyan by virtue of the Kenyan Mirabanan called Maimed Shloshtan. Gamaran Gitan says it's considered a Kenyan Belay Taimed. There's no real reason why it works, but we know that it does. A get we know must be written Lishma. The question is, do we compare Havaya And just like a get must be Lishma, so too Erison must be Lishma. Or do we say no? This is a Machlaikis. It's also a Machlaikis when a worker works for you. If we say, that your liability to him, in other words, the money that you owe him for his work, is only chal when he completes the total job, or that you're chayef to pay him as he does the work, meaning to say, he does 10 minutes worth of work, you're mechayef to pay him. He does another 10 minutes of work, you're mechayef to pay him. If a person is mechudeshes b'mashken, so this type of mechadish b'milba is good, since she's getting something which is actually real. We say, Uman kaina bishvach keli. If I have wood and I give it to a carpenter to make me a bookcase, the artisan is kaina bekeli. The ksaisakhaishan explains that it doesn't really belong to the uman, but it's like a mashkin, and when he gives it back to the owner, the owner doesn't have to make a full kinyan to take it back. The Rambam holds mekadesh b'milva enamekudeshes, as we see in Hilchas Ishus Perakei. He also writes that one who is mekadesh with a matana almanasla hachser, it's also not a good kedushin. And the Adnan Maluim explains that even though all over Shas we know that Amatana al-Manasla Hachsir is good, for example, like an Esragan Sukkas, Ulub and Esragan Sukkas, but that's because in other cases, like the case of Esrag, there's no need for the person to have Hanaf from the Ulub and Esrag. But in Kedushan, the woman must have some form, some form of real Hanaf. And since it's a Matana al-Manasla Hachsir, she gets no real Hanaf, the Kedushan can't be Chal. This is the same Lamdus why a Malve cannot be good, since there's no Hanaf either by a Makadish Bamilva. That's why the Kaddish Milva is no good. I am a Kaddish Milva ain't a Mekudashis because as we mentioned before, Milva lights mit. The next Mishnah. If a man says, marry me with this cup of wine, and it turns out that there's no wine in there, but there's only honey in the cup. Or he says, marry me with this honey. Look in the cup, they find out that there's wine. Or he says, marry me with gold, and he gives her silver. Or he says, marry me with silver, and he gives her gold. So the Kedushin is no good. Rib Shimon says, if the mistake is actually working to her advantage, i.e., he says, marry me with Dvash, and it turns out that there's wine in the cup, which is worth more, then the Kedushin is good. But if it's to her disadvantage, he says he's marrying with her with wine, and there's only Dvash in the cup, the Kedushin is not good, since she's losing. And the Gemara says, if a man sent a Shliach to the Mekadesh, a woman, with a silver coin, and the Shliach did the Kedushin with a gold coin, according to one man, the Yomar, it's no good, since he specifically said he wanted silver. Shimon says it is good, since the Shliach did his job, but in fact, even went one step further. The job was to be Mekadesh with silver. He gave her gold, so she actually got more than she was expected to get. Therefore, it's good. A regular get, the Adam sign the bottom of the star. In a get Makusha, which is a get with a few folds, the Adam sign on the back of the star. If in a get Pashat, they didn't sign at the bottom, or in a get Makusha, they didn't sign on the back, the get is puzzle. Shimon says, Hakol lefi minag hamadina. Bimor says, even though Rabbi Shimon holds, if the woman gets more than expected, i.e. she thinks she's going to get silver, but she ends up getting gold. It's a good Kedushin. When we say that it's a good Kedushin, that's only B'Shvach Momen, if we're dealing with money. But if it's a Shvach Yuchsin, he says he's a Levi, for example, but really he turns out to be a Kayin. The Kedushin is not good, since sometimes better Yichas is not necessarily a Milo. If a person is Makadish, a woman, Almanas Shani Gibor, on the condition that I'm strong, he doesn't have to be as strong as Shimshin, he just has to be strong enough that his friends are afraid of him. Otherwise, the Kedushin is not good. 
One is Makadash, a woman, Almanash, Ali Tzadik, but he's a Russia. The Kedushin is good. Since the moment that he does the Kedushin, he could have done Tshuva, and he will be a Tzadik at that moment. The Chida asks, what about if he did an Avera, where only a Kippur or Misa is Machaper? So at the moment that he did the Kedushin, even though you would think that maybe at that moment he did Tshuva, but he's still a Russia, whether he did Tshuva or not, because sometimes only Yom Kippur is Machaper, or Misa is Machaper, and that hasn't happened here. So how is it possible that the Kedushin can be Chal? You could answer, since once in his heart he wants to do Tshuva, we say, So the wheels of Kapara have already begun to turn. Rabbeinu Yeruchim, however, says that if his Averis are Ben Adam Lachavera versus Ben Adam Lamakam, the Kedushin would not be Chal. Since Yom Kippur is only, is only Machaper for things that are Ben Adam Lamakam, not things that are Ben Adam Lachavera, as we see in the Gemara Nyuma, Daf Pehe. So he still technically would be somewhat of a Russia. Therefore, the Kedushin is not Chal. However, the Shailu Meshiv says it's possible still that the Kedushin should be Chal. Because even though we know normally, according to this Mishnah, that something which, which was which is an Avera, Ben Adam Lachavera, a person cannot become, cannot get Tshuva for it unless he actually goes over to the person. But if very deep down he thinks to himself he's going to go to the person and get and ask for mechila, then technically he can still be considered a tzaddik. And therefore it's possible, even in a case like this, a person could still have a kedushin, which is good, even if he did a sin, which is ben aram lechavera. Ten kaven of wisdom came down to this world. Nine went to Eretz Yisrael, and one went to the rest of the world. Ten kaven of beauty came down to this world. Nine went to Yerushalayim, and one went to the rest of the world. Ten kaven of Ashiras came down to this world. Nine went to Rome, and one went to the rest of the world. And ten kaven of gossip came down to the world. Nine went to women, and one went to the rest of the world. And the simon for poverty is deceit. Mishnah. If someone says, I'm a Kuddish to you, if I'm a Kayan, I'm an Ashtani Kayan, and he's really a Levi, or vice versa, he says, I'm married to you, I'm an Ashtani, I'm a Levi, but he's really a Kayan. Or he says, I'm an Ashtani, I come from a small town, but he's really from a big city, which is more crowded or more expensive. Or vice versa, he says, I'm really from a big city, but he turns out to be from a small town. In all these cases, she isn't Mikudeshes, whether it's for the better or for the worse. Wherever she ends up, better or worse, either case, she's not Mikudeshes. And the Gemara says, there was a man who sold his property so that he could move to Eretz Yisrael. And then an Ainus happened, and he couldn't go to Eretz Yisrael. Rava says, this person cannot force the buyer to give his land back. If at the time of the sale, he would have said, I'm selling this to move to Eretz Yisrael, and then an Ainus happened, then he could have claimed it back. But since he didn't say he was going to Eretz Yisrael, it's just Dvarim Shebelev. And we say, Dvarim Shebelev, Enam Dvarim. We follow what is said, not what is thought. Dafnun, the Mishnah. If someone said to a shliach, go and marry for me a certain woman in a certain place, and he went and married her in a different place, the kedushin is no good. But if she's in the correct place, but the kedushin was in a different place, then it is good. Gemara. This same halacha applies by a get as well. The next Mishnah. If a man is makudish to a woman, almanas, that she had no nadarim, she was carrying with her at all, and later they found out that she did have nadarim, the kedushin is no good. If he stam married her, however, and then he found a dharm, then he can divorce her and not have to give her ksuba money. Let's say he says al-manas, that she has no mumin, and they find mumin. We say, the next mission. If one married two women with a total of one pruta, or one woman with pachas mishava pruta, of course the kedushin cannot be chal. And even if he sent her kala gifts later on, there was the fact that he's now saying he's sending her gifts because she's a kala, implying that they were married, the kedushin still is not chal. This is called sablonis, these gifts. This is since these gifts weren't done with Taurus Kedushin, 
but rather just the Teres Matana. And the Kedushan was never Chal at all, even in the first place. The next Mishnah. If one marries a woman and her daughter or a woman and her sister, then the Kedushan wouldn't be Chal and no Get would be needed, since the whole Kedushan was meaningless to begin with. One can't marry a woman and her daughter, and one can't marry a woman and her sister. Gemara. The Pasuk says, From here we learn that a man cannot marry two sisters. However, if one of the sisters dies, then the second one is mutter to be married at that point. says, Anything that is not allowed to be done consecutively, for example, marrying one sister and then immediately marrying another sister, cannot be done simultaneously. And of course you can't marry them together. The Gemara attempts to question this from three angles. Number one, Meiser. Number two, Meiser Behema. And number three, Chalas Karban Taida. But Lamaskana, we do hold of this Klal, Kol She'ena Bezeacharzeh, Afilu Bevasachas Eina. Anything that is not allowed to be done consecutively cannot be done simultaneously. Rabbi says the reason for this is because it's Kedushin She'en Misurin Labia Lehavi Kedushin. One of the two women will be Achaisishtai, the sister. So it's also to have beer with both of them. And the rule is that any Kedushin that is impossible to have beer with, like here, the Kedushin cannot be Chal at all. Abaya argues and says Kedushin Se'ein Misurin Labia Havi Kedushin, that it is considered a good Kedushin. Even if it's something where beer is impossible, it could still be a good Kedushin. Rabbi Yaisi says, in general, a man does not allow himself to be put into a situation where he'll forget something. The Gemara says if one is Makadish two sisters, and he doesn't know which one he actually married, so since it's a suffolk, he can't have beer with either of them. Even according to Rava, he would need a get from both, since at the beginning, he did know which one he was married to. Then later on, they were mixed up. That's the case that the Gemara is talking about. The Gemara paskins like Abaya, that even Kedushin, which cannot be followed by Bia, is still considered a valid Kedushin. Kedushin she'en misurin l'biya, havi Kedushin. Although all over Shas, we paskin like Rava, the Gemara says this is one of the six cases of Ya'al Kigam that we paskin like Abaya. What are the six cases that are consisting of Ya'al Kigam? The Yud stands for Yish Shalomidas. This is brought in the Gemara Bab Metziah. The Ayin stands for Eid Zemim Lemafreya. Abaya says after Eidim come and say Imanu Hayisa, all interim Eidus also becomes Pasal Lemafreya. Rav over there holds that it's only Mikanu Lahaba that they're Pasal. But we paskin like Abaya that it's the Lamed stands for Lechi HaEmed Me'elav. This is referring to Erevin. That a Lechi, which is used for an Erev, is kosher to be used, even if it's a Lechi that just happened to be there. In other words, it's not a Lechi that has to be put up special for the Erev, but if it just happened to be a telephone pole, for example, that happened to be there anyway, that could also be used as a Lechi, as long as the string attached to it is kosher, you can still use that, even though it had been standing there already from beforehand, and it wasn't put up with a special Kavana for an Erev. The Kuf in Yal Kigam, is our Machlaikis here, where Abaya holds Kedushin, She'en Mesurin Labia, Havi Kedushin. The Gimel is Gilo Das Begitten. If someone doesn't expressly state his Kavana Baget, is that considered enough or not? And finally, the Mem stands for Mumar Lahachis. If someone is a Mumar by Ben Adam Lamakam, for example, Shabbos, for example, but not Ben Adam Lachavera, the question is can he still be an aid for Dine Mamanis or not? These are the six cases of Yal Kigam. Rava says we learn four concepts from our Mishnah. Number one, if one is Makadesh with Paris from a Shviyas year, the Kedushin is good, even though it's technically Shviyas, but nonetheless it's Hefker. 
Number two, if one is Makadish with something stolen, the Kedushin is no good. Number three, a Tzara is never believed for Edus. Despite the fact she's never believed for Edus, she can still be a Shliach for one of her rival Tzaras. And finally, Kedushin She'ein Mesurin Labia, Kedushin that cannot possibly be followed by Via, is not considered a good Kedushin. This particular fourth one, the Mishnah does not list, since it's not a straight-out halacha, but rather it's a machlekes, rava, and abaya. If a man steals something from a woman, he steals it from her, and then he wants to marry her by virtue of giving back her stolen item to her, and when he gives it back to her, she is silent, do we construe her silence as acceptance of the item, as consent for the condition? In other words, she's taking it back and she's quiet, therefore she's masked him to the condition. Or can she perhaps claim later that she had no intention of marrying this thief, the only reason she was quiet, and she's accepting the item that always belonged to her in the first place? In conclusion, the Gemara says that if the couple was not engaged at the time, then her silence acceptance is insufficient grounds to prove that she consented for Kedushin, i.e. she's believed to claim that she accepted the item simply because it belonged to her and wanted to get her stolen goods back, but really she wasn't interested in Kedushin at all. However, if the couple was engaged at the time, then the assumption is that she accepted her stolen item with consent for Kedushin. There is, however, an obvious question as to the understanding of the validity of such Kedushin. And as much as the halacha requires that an item be used for Kedushin must legally belong to the man who's giving it to the woman, and a stolen item doesn't legally belong to him. Rashi writes that by indicating her will to accept a stolen item from Kedushin, the woman is in effect expressing consent to be Michael to waive her right to reclaim her stolen item, thereby allowing the man to gain full ownership of the item so it can affect the Kedushin with the stolen item. If someone takes truma from his friend's field without his rishus, the Balabayas reacts by implying that there was gezel, and the truma is not chal. But it's, if his reaction is positive to what had happened, then we say truma say truma. So the same should be true by Kedushin. If someone takes someone else's property and does Kedushin, and the Baal Bayas appears happy, the Kedushin should be chal. Kamash we say no. Since Kedushin is something happy, so of course the owner is going to say mazel tov. But if he's really makbid, therefore the Kedushin is not chal. The Mishnah. If a Kain is mekudish a woman with his chalik of karbanis, it's not a good Kedushin. What about with Meiser Shani? Rameir says it's no good, since it's mama in gavaya. A person can't use mama in gavaya for Kedushin. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, it is good. Since Meiser Shani is considered Maman Hedyot, not Maman Gavoa. Unless it was done Bishaygig, then it's no good. If you're Makadesh with Hektish, Rameir says Bishaygig it's no good, but Bemezid it is good. Rabbi Yehuda says Bishaygig it is good, but Bemezid it's no good. The Gemara. After Rameir was Nifter, Rabbi Yehuda said that they shouldn't allow his Talmidim into his base Medish, since they used to try to show off how smart they are, but not to learn Torah. But one of the Talmidim, Sumchas, got in anyway and said that one can't be Makadesh a woman with Kachim kotche in the Azara. What a Kayin gets, he must eat, and he cannot exchange Menachas and Zvachim, or parts of animals, with other Kayhanim, because it's hard to place a financial value on each one, and they must really get equal portions, as we learn from the Pasuk, Ish Bi'achiv. Then Morris says, in the days of Shimon Tzadik, there were many special miracles that happened in the Beis Hamigdash. For example, each clan used to get a kezayis of the lechem apanim, and he would feel full as a result of eating that small portion. The Gemara says we learn that you can't use Meiser Shani for Kedushin, since it's Kedush Lashem, but it's not Kedush for a woman. The reason a woman doesn't want to receive Meiser Shani for her Kedushin is either because it's a headache to redeem it, i.e. she has to go to Yerushalayim, 
or because she's afraid that it will get stolen before it was redeemed. According to Rameir, if one takes money of Hektish and uses it for Kedusha, or for a purchase, you're not mailed by Hektish, since it's still Hektish. The only way to be mailed by Hektish is if you eat it, since now you've destroyed it. Now it's not Hektish anymore. Not Nandalit. The big day kahuna, if they're used b'shaygig, a person isn't over on me'ila, since we say lo nitna taira lamalachi asharis, and after the kain finishes the avayda, he'll still be wearing it for a few moments. And we, Rashi explains that since it's virtually impossible for the kahanim to remove their garments immediately after they finish the avayda in the base amigdash, it's inevitable that the garments are going to be used for their personal use at some point, and therefore the big day kahuna are initially sanctified with a condition allowing for occasional personal use. The Ritva also adds that once such a clause was attached to the Kedusha of Big Day Kahuna, allowing for the Kohanim's incidental personal use, even the Yisrael's mistaken use of Big Day Kahuna does not constitute Ne'ilah, because it's not possible for an item to be considered hectish with regard to some people and not with regard to others. Therefore, since we say, if the Kohen does use it a bit for his personal use, he's not over on Ne'ilah. There's also a machlek as we shine them if big day kahuna are considered kleisharis or not. According to Taisvis, they are. According to the, to the Ramban and the Ritva, they're not considered kleisharis because they aren't used mamish for the Aveda. They're only considered machshire hektish. The Gemara says each person is machuyev to give a shekel every year, the money of which was used for karbanas tzibur. According to Rameir, if this money was used for kedushin, the person is mail hektish. In fact, if one even uses a stone that fell out of the wall of Yerushalayim, he is Mael Behektish. Reb Nachman says the halacha is like Rameir by Meiser Sheni, that Meiser is considered as Mamein Gavaya, since we pass him like Rameir in a Stam Mishnah. But the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda by Hektish, that Meila is only Bishaygig and not Bemezin. We see the halacha is like Rameir in the fact that the first three years a crop is considered Usr as Arla, in the fourth year of the vineyard. It's only mutter as karem revai if it's taken to Yerushalayim for redemption, similar to the treatment of Meiser Shani. Therefore, when a person does this, he must add a chaymish. But according to Beishamai, by Meiser Shani, one must add a chaymish, but by karem revai, there is no chaymish. Beishil says there's a chaymish even by karem revai. What if someone received something as a matana? Should he have to give a chaymish or not? This will be totally if you hold Meiser Shani is considered momen hektish or momen gavaya. We pass him like Rameir that Meister Shani is considered Mamun Gavaya, since it's brought down a Mesechtis Idias. And this Mesechtis Idias is called Bechirasai. That's where they hazard over all the important halachas. Therefore, we pass him like all the halachas that are brought down in Mesechtis Idias. If a few different people drank from a Kleisharis of Hektish, all the people are considered as having been mal in this Kali. And this Kali is not considered to have lost its status as Hektish after one person drank from it, since you can't be mighty the Hektish from a Kleisharis. However, by behemoth, you can sometimes remove Kedusha from a particular behemoth by being paid to one behemoth for another and moving the Kedusha from one behemoth to the other. The klal is that whenever we say about carbon chatas that if it got too old, it has to die, in regard to an asham, we say it should be yira ad she'istayv. It should walk around until it receives a mum. Then we can be paid it and give it to the Beis Hamigdash so we can buy karbanas with the money. In general, we never say, Don't tell a person he should sit now in order that his chus should come out of it later. Taisvis in Erevin, Daflamid Beis, Amid says there are some exceptions to this rule. For example, if by you doing an Isra Kal, you'll, present, you'll prevent someone from doing an Isra Chamer, it might be mutter to be chayta. 
In Parshat Shur'e, the Pasuk says, Aser ta'aser is called Tfuas Zarecha. We know that one-tenth of all the grain goes to the Levi. This is called Meiser Rishon. This goes in every year of the Shemitah cycle, except for Shemitah itself. But from this Pasuk, Aser ta'aser, we learn the halacha of Meiser Sheni. Meiser Sheni we give in years one and two, and year four and five of the cycle. This, the Balabais eats in Yerushalayim. Of course, we know that in years three and six, we give Meiser Oni. However, one shouldn't take the money of Meiser Sheni outside of Yerushalayim, but he should buy the behemah in Yerushalayim. Rabbi Yehuda said, if one buys the behemah outside of Yerushalayim, bemezid, the money must be returned to Yerushalayim. We impose the penalty of an Isser. Someone does an Isser and there's a penalty. The penalty goes on the person who actually does the Isser. The Mishnah. Kedushin performed with fruits of Arla is not valid. Since the Torah prohibits the use of Arla, any fruit that a tree bears during the first three years after it's planted, the fruit is considered valueless and therefore cannot affect a Kedushin. Taisvist notes that the Gemara M'sachem Dafchof Dalad Amid Beis says that only ordinary means of using the fruit, such as eating and drinking, are included in the Torah's Isser. However, deriving pleasure from Arla fruit, Shalai Kederach Hanasan, in an unusual manner, for example, eating it while it's bitter, for example, as a medicine, or using it as a cream, that's not considered usher. Consequently, Taisus explains that if indeed it is possible for a woman to obtain a pruta's worth of benefit from the arla fruit in a permitted manner, i.e. shalei then the kedushin would in fact be good. However, the Mishnah is discussing a case in which the amount of arla fruit given for kedushin is not sufficient to provide a pruta's worth of permitted shalei benefit, and that's the reason that the Kedushin, according to the Mishnah, is not good. The Ran, however, disagrees with Taisus, and is of the opinion that under no circumstances can Kedushin be affected with Arla at all, no matter whether it's Derech or Shalei However, you use it, whether it's Kederach or Shalei even though Shalei is not Asr Minatayra, however, the Gemara Pesachim indicates that the Rabbanim permitted such use only for the sake of someone who is sick. Any other use, however, Mid Rabbanim, or Asr, even Shalei and therefore, Arla fruit cannot affect the Kedushan since a woman has no use for them at all. The Mishnah also says, besides Arla, also, Klai HaKerem, Ashar HaNiskal, Egla Rufa, Basar Bechalav, Chulun Shanishchatu Bazara, any of these which are given to a woman for Kedushan, it's not considered good Kedushan at all, since all these are Asar Bahana. Therefore, the Kedushan is not Chal. But if he sells these items, and then is Makadish a woman with the proceeds from the sale, the Kedushan is good. Since the Isr does not transfer over from something which is Asr and that money, transfer that money sale to something else, to the money, does not transfer over. Therefore, the money could be used for Kedushan. And the Gemara says, All of the items in the Mishnah are not only Asr but also Asr We learn these Isur from various Pesukim. Rabbi learned that every time a Torah uses the words like Yaychal, like Seichal, or like Seichlu, it tells us that the item is not only Asr but it's Asr Bahana as well. For example, the Pasuk says, Leiseicha alav chametz. From here we learn that chametz for Pesach is not only Asr Bahila, but it's Asr Bahana as well. Dachnun Zayin. Shimon Suni darshaned every S that was written in the Torah until he came to the Pasuk in Devarim of Es Hashem Tira, and he didn't know how to tight it up. Rabbi Akiva came along and said, This S comes to tell us that you are not only Mechuyev to fear Hashem, but you must fear Talmidei Chachamim as well. The Kaparas Egla Arufa, the Gemara says, is brought by the closest town to the mace. 
the egla is brought down to the valley and its neck is broken. When exactly is the time the egla becomes usher? Rabbi Echanan says, Mishas Shechita, and Mishlakish says, Mishas Lekicha. The Gemara says an animal which was involved in Znus becomes usher both Bachila and Bahana, and is then Chayev Biskila. The Taras HaMetzara, purification of the Metzara, includes Shiluach Tzipor HaChaya, capturing a live bird and sending it away as part of the procedure. The Gemara says that once the bird is sent away, it does not retain any Kedusha and is mutter for personal use. Rava explains that this halacha can be learned from the fact that the Torah obligates sending the bird out to freedom, thus exposing it for recapture by someone who may not know that it's Osir, and he may eat it under the assumption that it's just a plain ordinary bird. If the bird was in fact Osir to eat, says Rava, the Torah would not require such a procedure ultimately causing people to unwittingly violate an Isser. Rav's line of reasoning, however, requires a bit of clarification, as is explained in Al-Hadaf. Even if the Tzipor HaChaya is in fact Osir, nevertheless one who happens to eat this Mitzara bird, assuming that it is an ordinary Mutter bird, has in fact not violated any Yisurim. Based on the halachic principle of Rav, anyone who finds a bird may assume that it's not a Mitzara bird, since Rav, the majority of birds, are not Mitzara birds. And therefore, if one B'Shaigig eats this bird, he has not violated any Yisurim, since he was relying on the halachic principle of Rav. The Mishnah Amelach, therefore, explains that Rav's argument is based on the principle of Ein Mevatlin Isur Lachatchila, which learned in the Gemara in Be'er, Daf Dalad Amid Beis, which dictates that it's, it's Osir to knowingly cause Bitl Barayv by deliberately dissolving a small amount of a prohibited food, a large amount of permissible food, thus rendering the entire mixture mutter. Rav reasoned that the Torah would not allow setting the Mitzara bird away causing it to become batal amongst other birds, so this is contrary to the principle of Ein Mavatlan Eslachatchila. Even though, once it is done, anyone who unwillingly eats it has not violated any surim, but Lachatchila, Ein Mavatlan Eslachatchila. There's a machlaikas amongst the Rishayim as to whether the source of this principle of Ein Mavatlan Eslachatchila is Minatera. This is a famous machlaikas, the Ran and Chulin, the Tzadik Tesa Amir Aleph, cites the opinion of Taisvis, who holds that the prohibition to deliberately cause bitl Ein Mavatlan Eslachatchila is only Mirabanan, and therefore there's no such Isser in a Torah. The Ravid, however, is of the opinion that the halacha of Ein Mavatlan Eslachatchila is a halacha min a Torah. Our Mishnah, the Gemara says, who holds that Petr Hamar is Osir Bahana, is not going according to Rabbi Shimon, who holds Petr Hamar is Mutter Bahana. If one is Makadish and Isha with Basar Bechalov, it isn't good, Kedushin is not good, since Basar Bechalov is Osir Bahana. We learn this from the fact that the Torah says, three different times. One teaches us the Isser Achila by Basavachalov, one teaches us the Isser Hana, and one teaches us the Isser of Bittal. Other sheet is held that, Asr, that the Isser of Basavachalov is Mutter Bahana. The Ritva Lamaisa says that the only time Isser, Achila, and Hana exists in Basavachalov is if they're actually cooked together. If, however, they're mixed up cold, or one is bottled to the other, there is no halacha of basa b'cholav midaraisa. The basa b'cholav is only usr midarabanan. The Ramah in Yeradeya, Simon Pei Zion, says that whenever basa b'cholav midarabanan is what we have, it is only usr b'achila, but it is mutter bahana. If chulin, not kachim, was shechted in the azara, it becomes usr bahana. This is learned from a svara. Some say it's learned from specific psukim. Chulin shenishchatu b'azara, is not only Asr Ba'achila, but Asr Ba'hana as well. This is learned from the Pasuk of Lekelev Tashlichun Aisai. 
But Rabbi Shimon says it's only Aser Bahana Midrabanan. The Mishnah. If one is Makadish a woman with Trumas and Maisris, or with the Efer Paraduma, the Kedushin is good. Even if it's a Yisrael who gives these to the woman, since this is considered Taivas Hana. And the Gemara says it's a Machlaikis Tanaim if Taivas Hana has a monetary value or not. Finally, we learned in Bechiris that if someone takes schar, he takes a salary or he takes money to paskin a shaila, even if he takes money from both sides, his psak is bottle. If one takes schar to testify, his edus is also bottle. If one takes schar for helping to mix the ashes of the paraduma, it's puzzle as well. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin parak Gimel Ha'emer, the Mishnah. If Ruvain made Shimon a shliach to make a kedushin between him, Ruvain, and Rachel, but Shimon went and married Rachel himself, this kedushin to Shimon is chal. Also, if a man made kedushin to be chal in 30 days, and then in the interim someone else came along and married her, the kedushin is chal to person number two. Tafnutas. The Gemara. Although the shliach in the first case is mekudish to the woman, this is considered an act of ramais, an act of trickery. And this same klal would apply to the shlichas of the purchase of a field. If the shliach buys it for himself, the deal is chal, but it's an act of trickery. It is unethical, the Gemara says, for one to take possession of an item that an ani is attempting to buy, and if you do this, you're called a rasha. This is called ani hamahapech becharara. If a man made kedushin to be effective in 30 days, and before 30 days is up, the woman wants to change her mind and not marry this man, Bechanan says she can be mevatel this marriage completely. Asi dibur mevatel dibur. Shlakish says she can't change her mind, and the kedushin will be chal after 30 days. If someone became tameh via maisa, you can't cancel the tumah via machshava. However, something which became tameh via machshava can be canceled via another machshava. Asi machshava umevatel machshava. If a woman made a shliach Kabbalah to accept Kedushin from Ruben, and then she accepted Kedushin from Shimon, so if the shliach had already done his shlichas, she becomes married to Ruben. If he didn't yet do his shlichas, she's married to Shimon. The halacha the Gemara passes like Rabbi Yechanan, that asi dibor mevatel dibor. The halacha from the Mishnah, that if Ruben marries a woman to be chal in 30 days, in the interim she marries Shimon, we say she's married to Shimon. Me'achshav u'la'achar shleishim yayim. According to Rav, she's married to him forever. According to Shmuel, she's only married to Shimon for 30 days. It's the first 30 days, the Tanai, that in a Suffolk situation. But after 30 days, when Reuben is Mekayim the Tanai, we're clear that she's definitely married to Reuben. Tafsamach. Kedushin, according to Rabbi Yechanan, in this 30-day case, is compared to a bricklayer, who doesn't put each brick exactly on top of the other, but rather puts one on top of two, straddled side by side, to provide better strength. And finally, if a person gives his wife a get, in the same 30-day form, and says it should be chal, so if he dies, since it's a suffix, the brother cannot do yibam, but can only do chalitza. And at this point, we will conclude our share.